Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. This is our Break and Free series, part five, and we're talking about being energized. And, uh, you know, talk, when we talk about being energized, and of course, part of the thing, part of what goes along with that is, is being happy and, and enjoying life. How many of you, I, I heard, I, I saw a survey this week, and I'll be honest with you, it really ticked me off, not a survey, but a study that was released. And it really made me mad. Because they released this uh, Somebody did a study somewhere or decided, which I, I haven't figured out yet how, the, how that happens. They, somebody somewhere decides this is right, and then the news media releases it, and everybody believes it. Well, I decided I was going to do my own release today. But this, anyway, this thing said that they, 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 they did a, uh, a study, and they decided the happiest states in America and the unhappiest states in America. Well, boy, it ticked me off. I was, I was happy until I read that. No, anyway, <laughs> until I read that thing. It said the unhappiest states were Ohio, Alabama, and Mississippi. Well, when I read that, my first thing I said was, Alabama and Mississippi are two of the places I'm the most happiest in all the world. <laughs> Did they survey any of y'all for that? They didn't me. I don't know about you. I didn't get a call. They didn't call me. talking about being energized we're talking about being you know enjoying and being full of energy but then this is what really got me so those were the three bottom states and then they said the two happiest states get this were north dakota and south dakota so being a studious man like i am I thought this morning on the way over, I'm going to go to my little weather app here. And I just, just for curiosity's sake, I was wondering, because I, I don't know about y'all, I walked in in the beautiful sunshine. <laughs> Glory to God. Be- gorgeous, beautiful day. Thinking, my Lord, how good is it? And I get to go be with the best people in all the world, the most awesome wonderful people in all the world. I get to go be with them. But they're telling me that North Dakota and South Dakota, they're too happy. So I just, for a random, I thought, I know, I say North Dakota. So I just pulled up Fargo, North Dakota. Right now, as I speak, in Fargo, North Dakota, it is 11 degrees below zero. (laughs) I'm reading this. I'm not making this up. And feels like 31 degrees below zero. The high today will be minus four, four below zero. And the low tonight, 21 below zero. I'm so happy. I don't know where they, listen, it is amazing how we allow our lives to be shaped by what somebody somewhere said. And I suddenly realized, man, you know, people hear that kind of thing, and then the next thing you know, if you aren't careful, you're not energized, you are depressed. Oh my, did you know 
And then here's the, here's the thing. Somebody puts it out there and then people start repeating it. Did you know we leave in the, we don't you know, we live in the unhappiest states, Alabama and Mississippi. Well, I got news for you. I don't know who decided that, but we are undeciding that today. We are energized. We are full of the life of God. We are blessed. And I wouldn't trade. Besides that, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that's not right. Paul said, I have learned whatever state I'm in therewith to be content. (laughs) So I want you to say with me today, thank you, Jesus. I am am energized, energized, happy, happy, blessed, blessed, and full of life. And And say this, the best best is yet to come. Amen. 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 As I said earlier, make smile your style. (laughs) Ephesians 1.19 says this, You will also know the unlimited greatness of His power as it works with might and strength for us. The believers. How many of you want to be energized? How many of you want to be invigorated? How many of you want to be refueled? How many of you want to be fired up to live on a mission? Well, I believe God has His hand on us to energize us today. We got to become people who pray with great faith and we say, Holy Spirit, I want you to come, make me usable, guide me, let me be energized because we are waiting on God. As listen, and here's the thing: the presence of God is energizing. You leave worship, I'm energized. We're worshiping God up here. And man, the next thing you know, I am, I am so relaxed in His presence. I am so enjoying His presence. I'm just enjoying worshiping Him. And I'm focused on Him. And suddenly, I begin to realize how great He is. I realize how holy He is. I realize how awesome He is. I begin to just lift up my soul and we begin to sing, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Come feel this atmosphere. Your glory is what our hearts long for. And man, my soul begins to rise up in the presence of God. And guess what? The next thing you know is, I'm thinking, you know what, bless God, I can handle what's coming down tomorrow. I may not know everything that's coming, but I'm energized by the presence of God. I want you to say with me today, energized by His presence. Being energized by God is our only hope to get through every season of life that we have and to stay on mission. Energized means that God is revealing Himself by His Spirit to our spirit for the purpose of encouraging, enabling, and energizing us. God wants us to be energized by a powerful work of the Holy Spirit that releases new strength and new faith and new desires and new prayers because we're going to press on into that place. And today, in Jesus' name, I am making this declaration over you, and I believe it's prophetic. I break every spirit of weariness over you, and I release supernatural joy and strength, and I declare in Jesus' name, everybody look up here. Here it is. You will run and not be weary. You will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. In the name of Jesus, the spirit of weariness and heaviness is broken off of you by the blood of Jesus. I want you to say with me today, I am energized. Glory be to God. That's God's will for us. Now, there are some energy thieves that uh, try to take advantage of our life. And I tell you, but I, I, you know, let, me, let me say this as we get in. We're going to talk uh, uh, primarily about wrong focus. 
and how important this is to, to get our focus right. But, you know, this is a great place to get energized in. Let me tell you, I, I, I was just absolutely amazed over this past week. Uh, after Sunday night, and man, when we came in here Sunday night, it was contemporary. It was, it was powerful. It was loud at times, and then it would be soft. But, but I'm just saying the songs, man, most of the songs were new. A lot of them we'd been singing in church, but some of them had been relatively new. And uh, so Monday I go into the office, and uh, as the day goes on, I run into three or four people. And they begin to say, oh, Brother Scotty, we're so excited about what God's doing in our church. We are so excited about what the Holy Spirit is saying. Sunday night was just awesome. It was so incredible. Oh, the presence of the Lord. We want to sing those songs all the time. We want to know those. We're just learning them. We can't wait till we get them on CD so we can sing them. And we can't wait to see what God's going to do next in our church. But here's the remarkable thing about that. All of those people that I were talking to, they were 60-something, 70-something, and 80-somethings. Somebody say energized. Energized. I said, I told Susan, I said, my God, this is the most awesome bunch of senior saints that the Lord ever put on the face of God's green earth. They are so pumped up and so excited. And they're, listen, listen, most preachers, bless God, they'd give their right arm, Brother Dick, to have a bunch of senior saints who are saying, Brother, go for it. We don't know what God's going to do next, but I want to tell you what. We can't wait to see what God's going to do up in here. It is so good. It is so powerful. And we're just so excited. I'm like, you know what? A lot of you young people need to learn from some of these senior saints You want to live long, you want to live an energetic life, you want to be 80-something years old and in here worshiping God for two hours on Sunday night saying, bring it on, Lord, I can't wait to learn these new songs. Hang around some of the saints in this house, and I tell you, you'll get energized. God will do something on the inside of you. Your youth will be renewed. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon God. They that worship God. And man, even when you're, some of these were 80-something year old sending me emails saying, Brother Scotty, it was so awesome. They that wait upon the Lord. Wait upon God. That means almost to wait like a servant does. To serve Him. How do we serve Him in our worship? They that wait upon the Lord, listen, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Somebody say that's good preaching, Brother Scotty. Watch the senior saints and the senior generations in this house. And you'll get energized. But real quickly. Good gracious, my clock says it's 7 o'clock up here. So I know we're going to have to do something about that. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Have to just give me about ten minutes here. My goodness, I can't believe what time it is already. <laughs> Hallelujah, <laughs> Jesus. You know, Elijah in First Kings nineteen. You can read it. And I'll just take a minute, but there's a couple things I want to show you today about how important it is to keep your focus. But in First Kings nineteen, Elijah got to looking at the wrong thing, and when you get looking at the wrong thing and you get focused on the wrong thing your strength's going to go 
your energy level is going to drop. You'll find yourself in a place of depression and discouragement. Now, Elijah just had a great victory and how much fun. Some of y'all need to go to Israel with us. Man, to stand on Mount Carmel. I, we stood on Mount Carmel a couple of times and I, I just look and I could just see Elijah out running the chariots. And I could see Elijah calling fire down and doing all these things. Man, you need to go with us this year. But uh, in 1 Kings 19, after that great victory, you know the story. He told Jezebel, Ahab told Jezebel everything that Elijah had, had, had done and how he executed her prophets with a sword. And she sent a messenger to him and said, you know what, it's, your life is over. And in verse 3, it says, and when he saw that. This great man of God who had been energized by the power of God and who had experienced victory after victory after victory, he got to looking at the wrong thing. He saw what she said. Those words came alive. And he began to focus on that. And the next thing you know, you know the rest of the story. In verse 4 it says, He went, in, he went a day's journey in the wilderness. He came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he prayed that he might die. He said, Lord, it's enough. Take my life, for I'm no better than my father's. He got really discouraged. He lost his energy. He lost his focus because he saw the wrong thing. Everybody say, everybody say, Saul. Everybody say, see. Let me tell you something. What you see is so important to your life being energized. What you see and what you focus on is so important to being energized. You know, I used to, uh, I used to run a lot. I was a, a long distance, distance running. And when I was training for a marathon, I had a partner I was training with. And uh, we were in one of our long runs one day, and we were running back out on, most of you know, out on Snow Road. And this was back before there was a whole lot of traffic back out there. It's not like Westmobile is so different now than it used to be. But we were running, and uh, he and I were really getting it, had a good pace going. And I was out in front of him on the side of the road, and... Uh, we were having a conversation. That was, that was when I was in good enough shape that I could run real fast and still have a conversation too. So uh, anyway, I got turned around and started talking to him and I'm doing like this. And the next thing you know, I'm running real hard and I'm talking to him and I feel a hand because there's a car coming. I started looking back. I started looking in the wrong place. I started getting my focus in the wrong place and looking backwards and I had run right out in the middle of the road. Let me tell you something. You can't look back and look forward at the same time. And when you start focusing all your attention in the wrong place, you're headed for trouble. Because you're going to end up somewhere you don't want to be. Our focus, our attention is so important when it comes to staying energized. You see, that's another reason why worship is so important. Because you know what worship does? It focuses your attention on something greater than your problem. It focuses your attention on something greater than you need, on someone greater than your need, the Lord. Worship focuses our attention on the greatness of Almighty God. And so that's another reason why it's so important. But negative, listen, here's the thing. When your focus is wrong, your energy, your faith, and your efforts are for the wrong thing. Negative focus is draining, listen, and it does not give back to us. It takes away without replenishing. It will rob you of your joy. That's how God showed it to me. He said, you know, so many times, listen, you, get, you start getting your focus on your enemies. You start focusing on people who have done you wrong. You start focusing on everything that's gone wrong. 
And when you begin to focus on that, you are focusing on something that will take from you, but will not give back. It will rob you of your energy. You know, a lot of people are tired all the time, not because they don't have energy, but because they're using their energy for the wrong, they're focusing their faith for the wrong thing. I want to focus my faith and my attention on something that will give back to me. You, listen, use your faith and your energy to increase your dominion and your influence and not try to diminish and put down others. We live in a day, listen to this, when put down is the norm. How funny you can be is how much you can put somebody else down. That's considered humor in our day. To mock and to make fun of people. And uh, I don't know about, uh, most of you probably saw, I think there's been some controversy, and I want to show you something. The reason I, we've we got to use our, our focus for the right thing if we want to stay energized. I think this app is called Yik Yak. Have you heard of that? Yeah, have you heard of that? There was some controversy in some of the schools recently about Yik Yak is an app that you can put on your phone and you can anonymously text anybody and say anything to them and they don't know who it is. And so a lot of kids found out about it and so they started sending mean, hurtful texts to students. I mean, folks, listen, we live in a day and time when when, when young people are under duress and pressure, peer pressure, and, and feeling like they're not worthy, you know, some of them don't feel like they're good and they don't feel like God loves, you know, they, they just, they need, a, they, need, they need encouragement. They need radical encouragement. And so some of the schools were starting to have to say, you know what, we're going to have to do something about this because it was, it was bad. Bad things were happening. Kids are, are, are committing suicide in our country because of, of uh, harassment. And, and, and this uh, app was allowing these kids to send terrible, terrible po- uh, uh, text messages to each other or to other people. And they would and be anonymous. Well, how many of you know words hurt? But you know, I got a word this week and this brought, blessed me so much. You can take what the enemy means for harm. And if you'll stay tuned, and listen, if you'll focus on the right thing, God can turn that whole thing around and energize people to do the right thing. And God, I want you to say with me, God can turn it around. So we had a school over, we had had a class over at school that heard about this. And so they decided that they weren't just not going to have anything, uh, that, of course, that they weren't going to have anything to do with that. That's one thing. But they were going to turn it around and make a positive out of it. So they said, what we're going to do is, we're going to start putting notes on the wall of affirmation, of encouragement to each other. And I think we've got some pictures to show you. And I want you to see what happened. So they just started going up and down the halls and they started writing, God loves you. God is for you. God has good plans for you. Look at that. And that thing went from one class to sweeping through the entire uh, uh, halls of Faith Academy. And so instead of the ugly and the evil and the bad and the negative, they begin to rise up on the inside and they begin to post the Word of God and they begin to say things about uh, uh, each other that God says about them. And that, look at that. Look at that. And all those notes. That is awesome. And this was student-led. This rose up from the hearts of these kids that said, you know what? We're not going to be energized by all this negative stuff. We're going to allow the energy of the Holy Spirit 
Spirit to rise up on the inside of us and we're going to let people know there's a better way to live your life. Man, that is absolutely awesome. Yeah, you ought to give God praise for that. Wow. Everybody say, turn it around. Use your faith, listen, to increase your dominion and influence. Not trying to diminish and put others down. Because that is a release. Listen, that is a release in your life that will not give back to you. I tell you, when you step out in faith and you begin to do things God, God's way, it has a way of, of measuring back to you. You can't outgive Him. And when you begin to do that, you're going to be energized. Glory be to God. Now, wrong focus leads to wrong attitudes. Well, let me say that. Let me go back. Let me go back. No one is worth forfeiting or delaying your destiny. Life is too short to waste it with years of wrong focus. And our response to an offense determines our future. I'm going to say that again. Your response to an offense will determine your future. How are you going to respond? What are you going to focus on? Elijah got focused on the wrong thing. And it drained his energy. Now folks, we're talking about what we focus on and what we release and what we allow to, 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 to be uh, uh, going out of our lives. How many of you know that words, man, I don't have time to teach all this today. We're going to have to, I'll have to save this for another time. But uh, just realize and know that the Bible says that the words bring blessing or cursing. Amen. And real quickly, now I want to show you a video. And again, Maybe I'll have more time at 10.30 to, to get into this a little bit more. But this is not from a Christian site. So, what I'm saying is, what, I, what you're going to look at is strictly just scientific. But it's amazing how much science is, dis, is discovering that the Word of God is true. Amen. Incredible. The smarter people get, the, the, the more they figure out God was right. So, I want you to watch this little video of experiment was done, and I had to shorten it. And I, and I also had to, because this was from a secular site, I had to cut out a couple of them because they, they didn't use church language. So, but this, this is so affirming of the truth of the Word of God. Let's watch this, this video real quickly. Dr. Emoto has conducted another interesting experiment. He placed rice into three glass beakers and covered it with water. And then every day for a month, he said, thank you to one beaker. You're an idiot to the second. And the third one, he completely ignored. After one month, the rice that had been thanked began to ferment, giving off a strong, pleasant aroma. The rice in the second beaker turned black. 
and the rice that was ignored began to rot. Dr. Emoto thinks that this experiment provides an important lesson, especially with regard to how we treat children. We should take care of them, give them attention, and converse with them. Indifference does the greatest harm. Okay, today is day 76 of the rice experiment. <clears throat> and we'll have a look at uh, how the rice is doing. Okay. Here is the rice I speak positively to every day. And there is no green mold whatsoever. Just a little bit of white. But that's it. It looks all right. Not too bad. Okay, now for the rice I speak to negatively. <coughs> it's just awful whole lot of green mold. It's gotten even darker. And green mold there. So there we go. I speak to you negatively every day. And the ignored rice has gotten a whole lot worse. Now there's a whole lot more. And it's look at the it's like brown and orange and white whole lot of mold. It's gotten like really brown. Horrible color. Anyways, so that's the rice I ignore. The rice I ignore. Somebody say wow. <laughs> death and life are in the power of the tongue. Life and death. Blessing and cursing. What are we using our energy for? What are we focused on? If you want to live a life that is energized and renewed on a daily basis, focus on who you are, not what you're not, and not what on other people are not. Focus on what you can do, not what you can't, not what on other people are doing or not doing. Focus on what you do have, not what you don't have, and not what on others do not have. God knows what He's talking about in His Word. And I don't have time to go into that today. Bless God, it is already time to go. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Well, I want, you, I want you to remember this. And we're talking about our focus today and how to be energized. And how important it is that we focus on the right things. Remember this. People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish or t ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. People may cheat you. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight. Build anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, they may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people may forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have and it may never be enough, but give the world your best anyway. Now, I don't know who said that, or I'd, I'd, give, them, I'd give them the uh, uh, credit for it. But I just thought that is powerful. Folks, let me tell you something. God knows what He's talking about. When we do things God's way, we're energized. When we do things God's way, He gives back to us. When we do things God's way, other people are blessed. Amen. Other people are lifted up. Other people are encouraged. Some of you thinking, how many of you are going to try that rice experiment? <laughs> 
There are four others on there. There are four other examples of that on that, on that site, and I didn't have time to show them all. But I thought, this is, this is really, really powerful. And I've read about other people who did it with plants as well. Let me tell you something. God's Word is true. How many of you ready to be energized? Well, I got a prophetic word for you. God has big plans for you. Brother Scotty, how can you say that God has big plans for me? Because we just read it in Ephesians 3.20. That's what we said, Ephesians 3.20. How many of you believe in for Ephesians 3.20 kind of life? I am. God has big plans for you. Ephesians 3.20 plans. Don't ruin it with mediocre living and wrong focus. I got news for you. I'm going for it and I'm going for it God's way. Some of you in here, let me tell you, let me ask you. In fact, I want to do this real quick. And I know how late it is, but that's all right. Give me just another minute. You need to begin to bless different parts of your body. How many of you are dealing with a physical problem in a part of your body? Stand up right now. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm just going to tell you how God showed me to do it. You can do what you want, but this is how I'm doing it. You, you begin to zero in on that particular part of your body, and you begin to say, you're blessed. Put your hands on it and just begin to speak blessing over it. Now, let me tell you, I'm not saying that you ought to stick your head in the sand and ignore. Uh, what, but what I am saying is, it becomes so easy, just go back to what we said at the start of the service. It becomes so easy just to repeat everything that everybody said. Well, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. That's what they've said. It's going to get worse. And it's not going to improve. And this is probably going to be as good as it gets. And I'm just going to have to, listen, let me tell you what I have decided I'm going to do. I have decided by the power of the Holy Spirit, I've decided in Jesus' name, wow, man, it's blessed. Man, my, my joints are blessed. My, I'm blessed. This part of my body, oh, my goodness, wow, you're blessed. God's Spirit is on you, and, 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 and you're improving. Listen to this. My God is a renewing God. Oh, some of y'all are going to get a hold of this. Oh, and begin to touch that part of your body, whether it's your shoulder or your back or your knees, or your hearing, or your eyes, or whatever it is. I am even believing God that my vision's going to improve. I'm just saying, thank God, you know what, Lord, I'm going to take these things off. I won't even have to preach with them. won't need them anymore. Why? Because I'm not getting older, I'm getting better. Now, begin to bless parts of your body, and you will be energized. You know, once you start, again, realize your focus. You start focusing in on that report that you've got. And I'm just like you. I get bad reports just like you do. And suddenly the thing that becomes the most prominent in your life is what that doctor said. And don't get me wrong. I'm for doctors. I'm not against them. But I am telling you this. There is something that is greater than the doctor's report. There is something that is more powerful. We just saw it. If it works in nature that way. Bless God, it'll work in a child of God. Now some of you, stop cursing yourself and start blessing yourself. Start energizing, start uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to bring energy back to your life. And then begin to thank God. Hallelujah. I see you you just getting better. You know, and and, then you say, oh, Brother Scotty, you just being silly. No, I'm not. Hey, let me tell you something. You're either going to bless or you're going to curse. Decide that from now on, 
And let's, I tell you what, why don't we just, if you've got, you got something going on in your body physically right now, if you can just kind of put your hand in that area, let's just, begin, let's just, let's just do it. There's nothing like doing it. Somebody said, I need it from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. That's called an overhaul, baby. That's all right. God's got them too. You know, Hermenia was preaching up in here one Wednesday night, and she, or one Sunday. I don't remember when it was. But you know what she said God showed her? She had, she had all kinds of stuff going on. In fact, I remember, I'm giving her testimony. There was months she had to come into this house on a bed because she was, her back was injured so bad she could not get up Amen. and stand up. And you know what the Lord showed her? The Lord showed her. He said, I made you and I got a lot of spare parts in heaven. I can take care of that. And now she's, and she's in Liberia today serving God in some tough circumstances. Folks, let me tell you something. All things are possible when we believe. Begin to open your mouth and bless. Let's just do it now. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless. We bless our bodies. We don't curse our bodies. We bless our bodies. Jesus, you died so that we could be healthy and whole. You died so we could be better. We open our mouth right now and we put our mouth on these different parts of our body and we release the healing word of God and we declare in Jesus' name, we're going to run. I said run and not be, I said run and not be weary. We're going to be blessed in everything that we set our hand to do. We bless our eyes. Oh, we bless our ears. Oh, we bless our voices and our heart. Oh God, our joints, whatever part of our body that needs to be renewed and refreshed and re-energized by the word of God, I am declaring it in this house that I will run and not be weary. We will run and not be weary. I will run around this house in Jesus' name. The day is coming when I'll lead a delegation around here and we're going to run laps in Jesus' name and declare, Jesus, you are Lord. Now we, we release our faith this day for that energy, Father, that is released by the power of the spoken Word of God. We are healed by the stripes of Jesus. We release it today, and Father, forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us for focusing on the wrong thing. Forgive us for cursing our circumstances. Forgive us for cursing our enemies. Forgive us, O oh God, for allowing the enemy to rise up and cause us to look at the wrong thing. And this day, in Jesus' name, we bless our heart. Everybody say, I bless my heart. I bless my lungs. Oh, in Jesus' name, I bless every organ in my body. I am renewed. I am refreshed. I am re-energized. I am overflowing with the blessing of Almighty God. And in Jesus' name, Father, I thank you that it's not going to get worse. It's going to get better. I want you to say with me today, I will get better. I will get better. Amen. Some of y'all are going to get that this morning. I tell you what, I got it. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Hold on one second. We're going to get out of here in a minute. Time to start. In January, I went to doctor over at B building at Providence Hospital. I was told that I had cartilage in my knee. I would, my, I would wake up at night. Literally, my wife could attest to this if she was here. I would wake up at night. My left knee would be locked up. First time it ever happened. I woke up about midnight or whatever it was one night. It would just scream. It would, I couldn't move. I would literally have to roll out of the bed with my left knee locked up. 
I know I'm sure we've had elderly seniors here probably had that problem before. But I would wake up at night, went to the doctor with it. They'd done all kinds of CTs, MRIs, and everything, found out that my, half of my cartilage on my left knee was collapsed. That's what was causing it. He said, okay, I'm going to give you this little medication. All the time, listening to Brother Scott is preaching over a period of time now, I said, Lord, now I know you can do something about that. And because fear is false evidence appearing real, and that's what the enemy was trying to give me, was false evidence. I said, no, I'm not going to have to have no surgery on my knee. It's going to Amen. They give me a little old pill. God works in mysterious ways. I had exercise I'd done and all this good stuff. Exercise at work, I get plenty of that. Anyhow, 30 days later, a month later, I went back. He was prepared and I had already prepared to do the surgery. Was intended doing it. Went back in and said, how are you doing it? I said, it don't lock up at me anymore. I'm moving. I'm getting about good. He was totally shocked. He said, we need to call the news. May not let them know because <laughs> you should be having surgery now. I said, well, Doc, it works good. You know, I mean, so we don't need it. He said, well, continue doing what you're doing. Amen. <laughs> Praise <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. And he is our healer. All right, I want everybody to stand up real quickly and want you to say, I want you to say with me. From this day forward, I will bless and not curse. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. Our services are held on Sundays at 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at LifeChurchMobile.com. Dot com.